Welcome to the Sports Equity Podcast. Here we talk to special guests from teams, brands, and agencies to discuss the value that sports brings to business through current trends and best practices with your host, Brett Weisbrot. Our guest today has spent over 20 years doing creative and design work for major sports teams, publications, and brands all around the world. In the current climate, pivoting is crucial, and our guest has reinvented himself in the digital space, helping countless organizations share their story. Today, we welcome Socrates Gomez to the program. Good morning. Good morning. How are you, Mr. Brett? I am good. Great to be speaking with you today. So, Absolutely. So tell us a little bit about where and when you got your first start in art and creative. Well, that is a long story, my friend, but uh, I'm going to keep it short. I know we're on a time limit here. Uh, I'll give you the tidbits here. Uh, my exposure to the creative world uh, began in high school when I took an extra credit uh, photography class. Uh, at a very, very early age, I understood the importance of angles of light, uh, relationship between highlights and shadows, and the importance of dimension and depth of field. These are topics that later resonated throughout my career and continue to do so today. Um, so basically, uh, right after I graduated high school, I started uh, my academic career as an engineer. I studied uh, civil engineering, mechanical engineering. Um, I found myself fascinated by the grid systems, um, lines and shapes and the actual uh, technical drawings uh, of the grid systems. Uh, and after two semesters, uh, I changed my major to architecture where I could focus more on creativity and actual design. Uh, and the creation of those technical drawings uh, wasn't really too in tune with the, the physics and calculus part of engineering, but I was really attracted to the, the technical drawings. Um, so while in my architecture program, I, for, I was forced to take an out-of-major elective and found myself back behind the camera studying commercial uh, and advertising applications of photography. And I ended up spending more time on that one class than on all of my architecture classes combined. Uh, it was clear to me then that I had discovered my true passion and decided to go to Parsons School of Design to study commercial photography and communication design, more specifically magazine design. While at Parsons, I learned conceptual publication design from Henry Wolf who was the creative director of Vogue in the 60s and 70s and started working in the creative world as an assistant to a celebrity photographer, Quark uh, Alston in the late 90s. Then I eventually branched off and started shooting for clients on my own. And that's how my commercial career as a creative began, was really shooting album covers, CD covers. Remember CDs? 
Uh, I don't think yeah. anyone would Columbia, <laughs> Columbia, back in the Columbia house days. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so back in the 90s, uh, early 2000s, CDs still existed. That was actually a good business at that point. Um, but so, uh, yeah, tell, yeah. Say, so tell me, so you know, you had a couple of years in the photography world at that one, at that point. Um, you know, how did you enjoy that? It was uh, it was uh, euphoric. It was this is the time when New York was at its peak of excess. This we're talking New York pre nine eleven. Uh, it was a very very different place, very different time. Um, but after several years of working in the photography world, I would always wonder what would happen to my work after I handed it off to my clients. And I then became more interested in seeing how design would be implemented into my images. This in combination with the fact that the photography world was becoming increasingly unstable and unpredictable with the rise of the accessibility of digital equipment. That made me think of what are the following steps in my career. And from that point, I decided to focus more on magazine design. I, I found that was the perfect fusion to translate my imaging knowledge and blend it with my passion for design. So at that point, it was a, a surreal moment for me when I was, when I was actually the client receiving the images instead of creating them. And so that began, began my journey as a corporate creative uh, when I was hired as an art assistant at Gruner and Yard, a German magazine publisher on Lexington 42nd Street at the time. Okay. So you know, obviously there's some transitional period there going through some different things that you did in that, uh, you know, photography phase, you know, going to magazines and um, you know, trying a couple things out. And I know at, at some point there, you, um, you know, changed into sports, you know, where we met. And, you know, why the change in the sports, maybe eight, 10 years into your career? Well, I don't see sports as a change. You see, um, when I started working as a corporate creative, uh, what I was attracted to there was the fact that I was able to be a creative person, but within a, a structure, within a set form and structure where you had responsibilities and you, you just, you live in a world of consequences. If you don't deliver at a certain time, then things will happen. So that accountability uh, was tr translated perfectly for me. Uh, into the world of sports. So um, it was basically the next evolution or the next step in my career because uh, sports came after I was, I worked for publishers uh, for nearly 11 years. So after seven publishers, here comes the NHL. It was a welcome addition to, to my repertoire and to, to my history at that point. Uh, the Florida Panthers and the NHL was my eighth corporation, uh, and it just came at a, at a perfect time. Um, what's interesting is that subject matter is irrelevant to me. What I am attracted to is the process of blending art and commerce to create communication tools for my clients. 
So whether it's a sports team, a finance startup, or a beer manufacturer, the goal is to build strong visuals and effective typography to present a strong message and identity. So let me ask you something here. Um, you know, when you were with the Panthers, I know you were, kind of, you were also involved on the publication side. Um, what did you find interesting kind of blending in a magazine that you had some experience with into um, a team sport or, or a venue with events? Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's also interesting, interesting because even though the main focus here was sports, obviously it's a sports organization, I was brought in to redesign their magazine at the time uh, called Unrestricted. Um, that was really my, my first task there. That was all I was supposed to do. As the work there evolved and uh, I infiltrated more into the organization, um, people started seeing what I was capable of doing. The position evolved then to a second magazine, then a newspaper. From there, we went on to in-stadium marketing collateral. That's when things really started getting interesting. I would then work with the sales team, uh, creating uh, presentation decks for possible investors and clients, um, advertising, uh, all the way through uh, animated on-screen gr uh, game graphics. I would also work with the graphics department, uh, putting up work on, on the screen while uh, the game was going on and, and also to uh, advertise sponsors. And, and uh, I was gonna say, if, if I remember correctly, though, weren't you also involved with the cheerleader calendar? Well, that was the highlight. That was the highlight of my time there. Let's not forget the cheerleader calendar. Yes, absolutely. Sorry, ice dancers. <laughs> Sorry, ice dancers. Ice dancers. Was... <laughs> well, yeah, it was, uh, it was a nice addition. So a stressful day, that was like after a stressful day, that was the, the cherry. You know, I had to end my day helping out the cheerleaders with their calendar. So that wasn't, that wasn't too bad. Yeah, maybe aspirations <laughs> to do some work for SI one day. <laughs> Let's see how that goes. <laughs> so what would you say the experience was like working for a professional sports team in, in all these different capacities? Yeah, without a doubt, it was one of the highlights of my career. It was uh, the perfect blend of creativity and structure. Uh, and and out, I was going to say outside of that, um, you know, calendar shoot type, you know, edit piece you worked on, you know, what else would you say was your favorite project to work for on the team? Yeah, it's, it's all this is, this question comes often in my life and it's always very hard for me to pick a single project uh, because I have an attachment to all in one way or another. Uh, but one that stood out for me was the 2009-2010 season tickets package uh, and stadium marketing package that I designed for the Florida Panthers. Uh, it, it, was, um, it was really interesting the way that worked out. Uh, I basically was tasked with creating uh, the, the season ticket packages for for all the season ticket holders and uh, luxury uh, suite holders. Um, and one ticket ended up uh, converting into a massive marketing package for the entire stadium. So I really enjoyed, uh, enjoyed that project. 
And what did you find, um, you know, with this particular point in your career, what did you find most challenging about it? Well, every project has its challenges. Um, whether, whether it's the actual mechanics of the software that you're going to use or whether it's the capacity and memory of the hardware that you use to create these assets. Um, I, I find that some of the biggest challenges uh, that I've had is really finding a way uh, of meshing personalities and making sure that the, there's proper communication with the channels. Uh, it doesn't matter how good the work is, if you're not able to communicate what you've done and how, how effective uh, the results will be of that work, then we're not gonna get anywhere. So it's really a blend of findings, the right software, the right hardware, the right communication, and proper deliverables to achieve results. And how did you feel at the time it was managing up to maybe, you know, the head of communications or the president of the organization? Well, there's always channels. Um, this, I think this goes beyond uh, creative uh, and becomes more of a, a human aspect. Uh, it falls into the realm of common sense and into the realm of human relations um, and even psychology. I, I really feel it's about timing. You have to find the right person at the right time um, and they have to be in the right mindset for you to deliver the product. I was gonna say, I also found in situations like that, that it was you know cool to say, hey, I made this happen, but you know this is from your idea, right? Make sure they had some ownership and credibility in the process that you really elevated a concept that might've been theirs and, and they didn't know how you were gonna paint the picture. Interesting you say that. So I always start, I always start with what is asked for exactly down to the millimeter. Okay, a, a client, uh, an employer, uh, a colleague, anyone that I'm working with, they ask me for A, I give them exactly A, but then I will always also do B, C, and D just to show them how from their idea, this developed. And this is where we can go. But I would never just come in with my idea only because the whole point is to show the progression of how things worked from their idea and then evolved into where I ended, so. Right, I mean, even it, when you're creating a logo or creating a new mark for someone, right? I mean, you got to start with three, five, 10 and maybe show them comparisons to where their idea was to how other options might potentially work with that. So segueing more currently, what do you like more about owning, or I wouldn't say more, but what do you like about owning your own business and working with many clients versus working for one organization like that? Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, Brett, setting up my own shop was always the goal. However, I will say that the idea of owning your own business is much more glamorous than the reality of it. It is a constant uphill battle to maintain momentum. Um, wh while a project is in motion, the next one needs to be in line. And now with COVID, that incline is much steeper. But even with all these hurdles, 
what I enjoyed most about having my own shop is the ability and freedom to pitch multiple clients, regardless of industry or niche, which results in multiple revenue streams eventually. That's the goal. And, you know, one thing kind of off the cusp here, but, you know, I know you've even asked me and some other colleagues of ours before, how does it feel to kind of, you know, put your sales hat on and building your own business versus just being a creative guy? Yeah, it's challenging. And now add to that idea, the fact that I have to do sales and marketing for a business that sells marketing. <laughs> I'm basically selling. You're pitching the pitcher. It's yeah. So it's uh, it, it's an interesting dynamic. Uh, I, I, hit, I hit my head in the wall a couple of times, but um, you can't make progress without making mistakes. So uh, it's it's a constant learning process. Um, there are certain hurdles that will all, always be there just because of the nature of what I do. Um, but I really enjoy it. Uh, I've always been, uh, been able to separate the creative side from the business side. I've always said I'm a 50-50 division. You can either call me a creative business person or you can call me a business creative. It, 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 goes, it goes both ways. Now, those are two different people, but you have to be able to do both. So. So, you know, you, you're in New York, right? You work with clients all across the board, but let's say the New York Giants give you a call, right? What kind of mindset do you have in helping a brand, a sports brand for that matter, create maybe a new capabilities deck for them to go out and pitch themselves? Well, um, similar to, to the NHL, um, you know, the, the mindset, mindset here would be a razor sharp focus on delivering a communications platform to help them convey an offering to generate revenue. At the end of the day, uh, individuals or businesses are going to contract my services with the end goal of generating more revenue. They're trying to communicate an idea, they're trying to create visuals they are trying to open channels to new clients or new buyers with the end goal of generating revenue. So that's always on my mind. That is the first thing on my mind when I start a project. This is the end goal and this is something that, that I must deliver. You know, maybe to help me and help others, I know I find a challenge with this. How do you do a, How do you do a great job in balancing both active and passive readers when you have to address both in maybe the same document or same deck? Sure. Well, you know, when it comes to a deck or a website or, or a flyer, uh, you have the reader's full attention for, for a few seconds at first. They say you have a window of about three to seven seconds to really engage someone. Once you engage someone, then you only have them for a few minutes. You know, and the, the key element here is uh, to use exciting visuals and intelligent text to spark interest and eventually pull the trigger on an investment and in an ongoing relationship. That's great. 
So if you personally could work with one brand in sports, who would that be and why? Uh, <laughs> well, that, that was, a, again, again, again it's always. Team is, like who does Socrates Gomez root for? Yeah. Uh, well, I, I root for several people. So I, I can root for an individual because I'm a tennis fan. But, uh, you know, I root for teams. I love football, uh, love uh, basketball. Uh, I was never into hockey until I worked for the NHL. And then I got into that as well. Um, but listen, I don't want to pinpoint any names here uh, because I, I see myself as a collaborator. So uh, at the end of the day, uh, my, my goal is to offer my services to multiple brands uh, in several disciplines. Is there like a dream magazine or publication in the sports realm that you felt that you always wanted to contribute to? Um, you know, you know, Brad, one like you have that you'd want to share. Uh, well, I, I don't like to dream. I say I like to keep my feet on the ground. Uh, so um, as far as magazines, I've worked for many uh, throughout the years. Uh, I, I don't want to name drop. Um, there's one company that I have not worked for that I, uh, that's on my list and that would be Condé Nast. Okay. Uh, in the magazine world, if I was to, uh, spark uh, a relationship there, you know, that, that would be good. That one's not, uh, that one's not in the history. So that would be a good thing as far as sports. Um, you know, that varies. It could be a professional team. It could be somewhere in the, someone in the minor, minor leagues that doesn't have a create in-house creative team of art directors and creative directors. I feel I would be a good addition to uh, someone at that level. It could be someone just starting uh, a business. Uh, it could but be, why, uh, I was going to say, but why, why Condé Nast? Uh, it's the one that I haven't, uh, been to yet so <laughs> travel what segment of them entices you yeah uh so i've always had my eye on on several of their titles but i again i don't want to name drop okay uh, i'd be i'd be happy uh with any of their publications again what i enjoy is is the process of creation uh, the subject matter to me uh i can adapt to any subject matter so now currently speaking, right, you have your own, you know, Socrates Gomez creative agency right now. Who is an ideal client for you? Sure. So um, that, that, goes, that goes in two directions. One, uh, an established corporation uh, looking to rebrand an existing asset or, or build a new one um, that would come in the way of a retainer relationship. Um, those are a little harder to find. And once you do land one of those, they're going to take a good amount of your time and energy, but I am well-versed in that world and I, and I have done it. Um, but recently because of what we're all going through, um, I'm finding myself more attracted to individuals and small businesses. Um, you know, we're, we're, we're all going through this unprecedented. I, I can't believe I'm using that word because I just hear it six times a day. I promised myself never to use it, but here we are. <laughs> We're going through these, these unprecedented times um, with this, uh, this uphill battle 
um, and this huge question mark, we don't know where we're going. Um, so I'm, I'm finding myself involved in conversations with smaller businesses and individuals that are trying to rebrand themselves, find new avenues, restructure, basically either start a new business or start a new product. Um, they would come to me uh, with, within these conversations, they would come to me with an idea. Um, they wouldn't have any assets. Some of them don't even have a name uh, for the business. Uh, I would help them with the process of creating a name, creating a logo, a website, a capability stack, marketing assets. If they want to develop a social media structure, we discuss which channel would be most beneficial for them. As you know, not all the channels speak to the same audience. So an Instagram audience would be different than a LinkedIn audience, for example, so and so on. Yeah, I was gonna say, so before we leave here today, what's a current success story uh, with, with your agency working in the sports realm right now? Absolutely, so uh, just recently inked a deal um, with uh, two sports agents who have decided to branch out of uh, their previous roles and start their own company offering management services directly to professional athletes. Um, we're still in early stages of uh, conversation and development, so I'm not able to disclose any names. Uh, but I'm excited to start uh, this new venture within the sports world, uh, helping uh, two agents start their own business. That's awesome, helping them paint their picture. That's uh, definitely an area of the business I've always wanted to be more involved in. But thank you very much for taking the time today. Always great catching up, hearing the stories, and uh, you, you contributing to the podcast. We will definitely talk soon. Thank you so much, Brad. Thanks for listening to the Sports Equity Podcast, where we discuss the value that sports brings to business. Follow us for new episodes on a weekly basis. See you next time.